Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. This episode is going to be weekly watch list number 26. Halfway through the year. Right, congratulations Sailor, you made it through half the year, half of 2022. Has it been a good year so far? For anybody? For me? For you? For your friend? Your dad? Your nan? Your mom? I don't know, anybody? Has it been good? I don't know if it's been good. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Movie-wise, it's been okay. So that that's all I'm here to talk about. <laughs> I feel like I was going to get into therapy then. But yeah, maybe maybe I should just do one episode that's not a movie <laughs> review. It's just, how are you doing? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So let's talk about the films I've watched this week. Right, I'm not going to go through it. Shall I go through every single f- movie I've watched for the entire year so far. <laughs> We'd be here till Christmas anyway. Yeah, I do, I, okay, I do have a half year roundup coming out soon, maybe tomorrow, maybe today, who knows, <laughs> depends when you're listening to it, it could, could have been yesterday. Anyway, um, that should be up soon, I think. I've got no f- structure to this today, god damn it. Anyway, um, yeah, 25th I start with. Saturday 25th, I watched Elvis in the cinema again. Loved it, again, it was fantastic. It's very, very, very good film. Baz Luhrmann directs the hell out of it. Austin Butler deserves an Oscar. He's brilliant, he is so so damn good. He's electric as Elvis. I, I really, really enjoy that. And I will, of course, talk about it a little bit more later in the episode. But after this, I got back and I watched The Man from Toronto, which I had a review for that out yesterday, in fact. Today, well, when I'm recording this today, but yesterday for you guys. Yeah, it's a new Netflix film. Stars Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson, and it's not good. Right, it's not good, sadly. And I love Toronto. I love the concept of it, but just didn't work, right, didn't work for me at all, so The Man from Toronto, I wouldn't sadly recommend it, but anyway, the day after this, I watched The Great Gatsby in 3D, in fact, so, yeah, it's been a while since I've watched The Great Gatsby and in 3D, it's been a while since I've watched any film in 3D, to be fair, but I just thought, because The Great Gatsby is Baz Luhrmann directed, and so is Elvis, I thought, let me go into a Baz Luhrmann binge, and that's what I did later in the week, so I did, and I loved it, again, and it is breathtaking in 3D, honestly, astonishingly beautiful, got a review for that coming out soon, definitely go and watch The Great Gatsby from 2013 because Leo DiCaprio is fantastic. Speaking of that, let's have a little reunion, even though this was many years before. Romeo and Juliet I watched on the 27th of June. I almost said July there. I don't know why because we've just ended July. But yeah, Romeo and Juliet, one of Baz Luhrmann's first films. Fantastic. Right, Shakespeare, but different, but modern, but still crazy and wild. And it's very eccentric. It's very avant-garde. It's a little bit too much at times. But it's Baz Luhrmann and it's fantastic, so go check it out. Then after this, I went back to the cinema to watch Elvis again. Because I just get this feeling that I need to rewatch this film again and again. It's so damn good. And the next time I watch it, a couple of days later, I'll give a little funny story. Because honestly, it was hilarious. Anyway, day after this, I watched Moulin Rouge. I haven't seen Moulin Rouge in ages as well. So, uh, typical with Baz Luhrmann films. I feel like we've all seen them at least once in our lives, but then never again. And Moulin Rouge is one of these films, it is fantastic, no matter how many times you see it, the songs are fantastic, the performances are great, it's still very, very crazy, but Ewan McGregor is fantastic, and I really love the story and the whole layout and the cinematography and every single little detail of Moulin Rouge, even though I hate the fact that it's a tragedy, but of course it is, because Baz Luhrmann does not do non-tragedy things, but it's still great. Anyway, after this, I went back to the cinema, and considering it was Tuesday, there is only one film you can watch on a Tuesday, 
Top Gun Tuesday. Okay, Top Gun Maverick yet again. That is, for me, my favourite film of the year so far. It's the best film of the year so far. And I can guarantee, right, I will take this to my grave. And if I am wrong about this, if Avatar 2 maybe defies expectations even more so and, you know, blows us all away and is the greatest film of all time, I still believe that Top Gun is going to be the best film of the year by the end of the year. So if it's not, then you have my permission to do something to me. Um, just think of a forfeit, right? Because I'm certain that it will be the best film of the year, right? Nothing is going to come close to it. So, anyway, the day after this, I went to the cinema to watch Elvis again. Right, this is where the funny thing happens. I went to watch it, and it was in the big screen, right? A local cinema. I thought, a big screening. I'll go and see it, because I love it. And I got in there, and there was there was only partial audio for some of the adverts. And I was thinking, that's a bit odd, isn't it? It's like one of the speakers wasn't working, or it wasn't plugged in. And then I was thinking... Is that the base? I feel like that's the base. So anyway, the film starts, and there's a moment in the start when they listen to one of Elvis's early records on a record player. One of the guys puts it on, and he says, everybody, you've got to listen to this. You've got to listen to this kid. He's amazing. And so they're listening to him, and usually we are able to hear the guy singing. We're able to hear Elvis, but we weren't. Right? There was no audio. <laughs> there was no music. Because that audio track must have been in the base, and because there was no bass in the cinema, we couldn't hear anything. So there was nothing there. And this happened many times throughout, okay? And sometimes it was really painfully awkward because there's one moment when Priscilla, when he meets Priscilla, and they have a little chemistry and they kiss, but they play on the record player, Can't Help Falling In Love With You. And that fades out, that fades into the background, that obviously goes into the bass because as it started drifting away, it just went silent. Okay, went dead silent. Now, usually you would still hear that because usually it would just be behind you, but... No, it was not there. So all you could hear... <laughs> oh, God. So all you could hear was Austin Butler and Olivia de Jong playing Priscilla and Elvis, leaning in for a kiss, just breathing in each other's mouths, just like... <laughs> oh, God. It was so bad. It was so painful. And then literally just a minute later, when it was a montage sequence for his Hollywood years, he's singing a little less conversation, but there's no audio. <laughs> There's no background music, so he's just singing it, walking around a pool in one of his pictures, and everybody's everybody's clapping at one part, but there's no music, so it's just a little less conversation, but there's no music, so, oh my god, it was painful, it was so bad, and I don't know if people understood that it shouldn't be like that, because I swear, even though I was laughing, I could hear another couple of people, you know, just chuckling to themselves. And I don't know if they were watching it for the first time, because this was my fourth time watching it. If it was my first time, I would have gone out and got somebody and told the cinema, something's definitely wrong. <laughs> but because I've seen it before, I was just laughing my head off, thinking this is one of the most entertaining things I've ever experienced, even though it was painfully cringe and awful. So I do feel bad if people were watching it for the first time. You definitely need to watch it again. But yeah, th that was an experience and a half, that's for sure. Anyway, that's my little story time over, so God bless the cinema having technical difficulties in the biggest screen, no less. So it's a bit annoying, but I will, I will. Anyway, after this, I got back, and I don't know what I was watching in the evening, some TV. Oh, I was watching Stranger Things, that's it. But I was just kind of feeling a bit, eh, so I just stuck on TV, and Furry Vengeance was on. Now, I haven't seen Furry Vengeance in years, so it's simply Brendan Fraser against Wildlife, right? And I don't know what it is about this film. I think it is Brendan Fraser. I love the man. I think he's one of the best actors because he's just so lovable and so sweet and charming and all the rest of it. And I kind of feel bad for him, you know, having gone through Hollywood and kind of getting shut out for so many years. And yeah, Furry Vengeance, don't get me wrong, it's a sh film. It's really bad, but 
I love it because I remember watching it as a kid and I didn't realize it came out in 2010. So I was at least nine when it came out, which is kind of odd that I was enjoying it that much when I was nine years old. But I don't know. I've got a really weird mindset and illusions of how how old people are when they enjoy things. So yeah, that, that was kind of odd to me that I was nine and enjoying that because I feel like it should have been released when I was at least five or something. But yeah, still holds up today. It, it doesn't. It really doesn't. But I loved it. Okay, I loved Furry Vengeance. I still do. So next day I watched Legend. Or I started watching Legend with my mom. Um, yeah, great film. Tom Hardy, fantastic. Very, very good British gangster flick. I would highly recommend that. After this, I watched the majority of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I don't know why. Don't judge me. Don't question anything. Yeah, just don't. I'm, I'm not going to say anything more. It was on TV. I just thought I'd stick it on. And yeah, some good little moments. And I didn't realise Catherine Hahn was in it and some other actors. But yeah, yeah, Matthew McConaughey in his rom-com era. So that was something else. Then the next day, the final day of the week, Friday, I watched a Minions double bill. Right, Minions one and Minions two. Uh, that's that's all I need to say about that. All right, Minions two. I've got a review. I've got a review from both of them coming out soon, actually. But Minions two is just out in cinemas, and I would not recommend it because it's not good. It is. Uh, it's really not good at all. It was just so shallow. It is the most paper thin plot I've ever seen for a movie in my life. Now I know kids are you know idiots. But still, I want them to be challenged. I wanted to be challenged by an animated film, by a kids' film, whatever you want to classify it as. It's ridiculously shallow and just paper thin, so forget that. I'm never going to watch it again, I don't think. I, I like the first Minions. Now, I didn't like it when I first watched it, so maybe same with this. In seven years' time, because that's a crazy thing. Minions, the first one, came out in 2015. What's the f***? That was seven years ago. But yeah, I don't know if in 2029 I will watch Minions 2 again. I mean, by which point we'll probably have Despicable Me 5 and Minions 4. But if that day comes and if Minions 2 gets a billion dollars like the first one, I will uh, I will end everything. I will end my suffering. But with that, that wraps up the films of the week. So moving on to the TV shows I've seen. The main one, Stranger Things Season 4. So I think by Wednesday, I still hadn't watched past Episode 4 of Season 4, which I watched a couple of weeks back. But I thought, you know what? Because we've got the last two episodes releasing at the end of this week, so just Friday gone, I figured I'll watch more of it and I'll hopefully binge it in time to watch the rest of the season when it gets released. And I absolutely did. So I just finished watching the final episode today it was pretty good it was pretty damn good indeed i've got a review for it coming out soon so check that out but yeah i would definitely recommend season four of stranger things even though it's long it's very very stupidly long i watched episodes five and six on wednesday i think and then seven on thursday and then eight on friday and then nine today so well saturday nine on saturday so yeah it's stupidly long it's stupidly fun though it's very good the structure narrative wise is a little bit eh, it could do with being tidied up sure i won't say too much because the this is not a Stranger Things 4 review. I've got that coming out soon. But yeah, it was fun and I think it was very well made. And it does set it up for a season 5. Even though I think they could have wrapped it up for season 4. Right, They easily could have made this the finale. It feels like an ending. It feels like a very, very solid ending to everything. But yeah, it's going to carry on. Of course it is. What else have I watched? I watched the latest episode, the penultimate episode of season 3 of The Boys. That was another cracker of an episode. I mean, Jesus Christ, they are getting so good. Every single episode is amazing anyway. But episodes 6 and 7 of The Boys season 3 
some of the best TV I've seen in a very long time. And this is the kind of show I'm really happy to binge because everything is just now along. It's really concise. Everything is wrapped up perfectly within that episode. It's it's great. It's great storytelling. It has the ability to tell a story that needs to be told within that specific runtime. But Stranger Things just keeps it going far longer than it should. So that's my issue with that season. But The Boys season three is shaping up to be the best one of them all so far. So I'm really excited for the finale, but also sad because it is the finale next week. So once that airs i will do a review for season three which i'm very looking forward to doing what else have i watched tv wise uh, i started watching i finished and started again man versus b i think that season was really fun it was yeah it's daft and it's stupid but it's amazing because rowan atkinson is one of the greatest comedic actors of all time i think he's fantastic so yeah really loved man versus b checked it out on netflix i also finished only murders in the building but i think i mentioned that last week uh, season 2 has just been released, but I haven't watched that yet. I can't remember anything else. Alright, quick little update, because I forgot two TV shows to mention. One of them I finished, well, I started and finished it, the other one I just started. The one I started was The Baby. So The Baby, it's not even out here yet, so I shouldn't really be talking about it, but it comes out on the 6th of July, next Friday, I think, on Sky Atlantic. Um, I don't know, I've only watched one episode, I'm not really digging it so far, it wasn't really funny. And it's supposed to be a horror comedy, so I can understand what they're going for, but... I don't think the performances are that good and like the main actor I don't think she's that enjoyable to watch sadly so yeah I'm not sure if I'm going to stick with the baby but we'll see either way the other show that I started and finished was Under the Banner of Heaven so this is a new Andrew Garfield led police detective thriller it's kind of like true detective meets heavy religious material so it's all about the Mormons so there's a crime committed and he's got to solve the case he's got to find the people that did it work out who did it for starters and it's really good it's got Daisy Edgar Jones in it as well Sam Worthington Wyatt Russell very very good cast everybody's fantastic in it it's very dark and brooding and it's quite long as well it's just over seven and a half hours across seven episodes but that's on Disney Plus from the 27th of July so I shouldn't mention that as well I yeah I realized I shouldn't mention either of these but that's on Hulu in the States so go check it out under the banner of heaven that's very good I've got a review coming out soon anyway so with that one of the last things to mention is here's what you can watch this week Minions 2 out in cinemas I would not recommend it though but it is out there in cinemas the last two episodes of Stranger Things season 4 on Netflix Oh, Baymax. I just started Baymax as well, actually, on Disney+. Plus. I did not realise this show even came out. So on the 29th of June, it dropped, and I've seen no promotion for it whatsoever, which is really depressing. But also, the show's fine. Right, I've seen the first two episodes. It's good so far. It's very short. It's very, it's very cute and sweet, sure, but it's a little bit shallow. I'm not going to lie, but... I'm looking forward to watching more of Baymax because Baymax is one of the best Disney characters I think ever. So yeah, that's on Disney Plus, all six episodes. They're only about seven minutes long. It's really short and sweet. So check that out on Disney Plus. Miss Marvel episode four or five. I don't even know. I haven't seen any of it yet. I'm going to wait until all the episodes are available. Then I'm going to binge it. Also Disney Plus, the princess or the queen it's one of the other it's a new movie that's available now on hulu in the states disney plus here in the uk also on disney plus only murders in the building season two the first two episodes and every tuesday more episodes get released also rise which is a movie i think it's a movie based on the lives of the answer to kumpo triplets in the nba I'm looking forward to watching that because I love basketball and I love the players. I mean, Giannis is a beast of a player, so I am I'm quite excited for that. What else can you watch? Uh, Amazon Prime, has that released anything? I don't even know. Yes, it has. I knew there was something, all right. Chris Pratt's new TV show, The Terminal List. 
Um, it's getting panned, so I don't know if it will be worth a watch. But I will probably watch it anyway because I like Chris Pratt. And it's directed by, well, in part by Antoine Fuqua, who's a fantastic director. So I'm looking forward to maybe giving it a go. So that's on Prime. I think all eight episodes are available now, the terminal list. Go and check it out if you want. Um, anything else coming out? I don't know. There's some things getting released at the end of the week. Uh, Blackbird on Apple TV Plus, starring Taron Egerton and one of Ray Liotta's last roles. So I'm looking forward to watching that. But that's also going to be a bit of a sad watch, possibly, because Ray Liotta, you know, R.I.P. Uh, what else? Apart from that, I think that's it. So go and watch plenty this week. Uh, film of the year so far, Top Gun Maverick. Worst film of the year so far, God, I don't even know. Uh, the 355 or Marry Me, because I walked out of both of those. The Nan movie, that's also down there. Uh, yeah, there's been plenty, but I have got a proper roundup coming out soon. So go and check that out if you want. Happy halfway through the year. Let's hope the rest of 2022 brings us plenty of good content. And with that, have a great rest of the year. Happy 2022. Halfway through, let's do this. And I shall speak to you across the next half of the year in You Can't Handle the truth.